I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome along, one and all, to episode 67 of Ready Player 2. Tonight, we have got for you only the most delectable and gorgeous podcasters, uh, but no Ross or L. So, Hang tonight, on. we've oh, got no. the I'm people who could be bothered to turn up. <laughs> so, don't, don't, don't jump in, but because I've got well, to introduce you. Did no, you stop it? It's... No, I've got it. <clears throat> Lewis, Lewis is here. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not the people that bothered to turn up, it's the people that had fuck all better to do turned up. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. So tonight, we can treat you with the people who had nothing else to do with their lives. So we have Lewis, say hello Lewis. Hello Lewis. We have Lee, he jumped in too, say hello Lee. Uh, hi, I jumped in too. Yeah, we're here, it's just the three, just the three of us. And we're going to talk about some podcasting things, because I thought right at the beginning of this that I hadn't played any games, um, and it turns out that actually I played more games than I thought I had, um, and we've got some cool stuff to talk about. So, we need to talk about the games that we have played in the last week or so since the last ridiculously crazy podcast came out that wasn't actually relevant to the current uh, current times at all, which actually is completely on par with everything else that we do, so it'll probably mm. fit in as canon perfectly fine. Um, I can't imagine anyone will notice. <laughs> <laughs> So we need to. Episode thirty-seven. Is that is that just Rich fucking up again? It's just just Rich. It's another typo on the podcast title slash image. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So the first thing the first thing to talk about uh, before we go into the games that we've been playing this week is um, we've been copyrighted. (laughs) Not copyrighted. We've been we've been uh, a bit stuffed on our merchandise page. Because we went to, or a couple of us went to buy some new Ready Player Two t-shirts today, and we realised that the Space Invader t-shirt that we have, and loads of people have now, uh, has been rejected from the Spreadshirt page, and you can't buy them anymore. <laughs> so, sorry about that. So, I'm not really sure what we're going to do about that. I'm going to smell for a bit longer, that's for sure. Well, yeah. um, I um, I might see if I can put it up somewhere else, or like Teespring, or Tea Fury, or one of these sorts of, like, Red Bubble, somewhere like that. Probably not Red Bubble because they're really expensive. I like to think that somewhere along the lines, this is Adam Sandler's fault. But, but, what? Why? <laughs> You've lost both of us there, I think. Pixels. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Everything is Adam Sandler's fault after that film. We're going to try and get our uh, get our t-shirts possibly up on another site or just make them available somewhere for people to have. We could redesign some new ones, but uh, I'm probably too lazy for doing that. <laughs> Right, look, the first thing that we need to do is address the elephant in the room, or actually the loads of really small not-elephant things that are all over the fucking place. Um, so, I've played Pokemon Go, 
Lewis, I know you've played Pokemon Go. Yeah, I've played a bit of Pokemon Go. Uh, Lee, have you been going Pokemon? I'm so addicted, it's unbelievable. <sighs> really? Yeah. Okay, look, I'm going to go to Lewis, because Lewis is actually the Pokemon master at the moment, mm. I'm fairly confident. He's um, a guru. Lewis. I'm, I'm actually not. I'm probably one of the lowest level people in my group, because, <laughs> because I spend so much time trying to organise all the other bastards. <laughs> Lovely. Um, yeah, so... My, uh, no, I don't think I did mention it in a previous episode. I think we have, because um, one of the episodes was called My Bathroom is a Pokemon Dogging Site. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'd actually set it up by at that stage. No, but. no. So, I've now got a, um, a Pokemon Go group for Bournemouth and Pool, which started off two weeks ago, just over two weeks ago. And it started off with about five or six people in it, just people that I knew. And it then grew from that. To I think we're currently at about two and a half thousand members. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's the world gone mad. How did, yeah. How did this spread? <laughs> like all best diseases. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of. Uh, some of the people that I know that um, I invited invited their friends, and their friends invited their friends. Um, and then we were in we were in the paper, so we were in the local. You were uh, in the paper. Yeah, so it was just um, the local newspaper and on their website posted about the game. Um, just saying, like, here's where you can find a load of poker spots, blah, 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 blah. Here's, the, here's a group for Bournemouth and Pool, which happened to be a link to my group. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty fucking cool. So, and then, yeah, it's just kind of grown from there. So it seems to be mostly people being invited by their friends who are playing, but we've just grown such a huge, huge community already. There are people going out at four or five o'clock in the morning playing. It, it's just crazy. This is all very disturbingly wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Um, and I'm kind of waiting for the sinister side to to come out the, oh, the it'll sinister be side is that uh, very soon we won't be able to tell which ones are the nerds no very soon we won't be able to tell which ones are looking for Pokemon and which ones are just trying to get a picture of you <laughs> well yeah I mean that's the thing like I, I, I posted on Twitter the other day um, like I was walking around aimlessly staring at my phone long before Pokemon Go came out <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was doing it way before it was cool it is very wholesome and it so far it seems to be a very positive and supportive community. Obviously, with every community, there are... Dickbags. Yeah, there are dick... <laughs> Careful, dick bags. people might listen to this. <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> there are people out there who do try and cheat the system and that um, are just generally not quite unpleasant to other players. So I've seen stories of um, people being called names because they're on different teams or because of what they look like. Um, people the, trying to this is slap. Just, this is just a world. Yeah, yeah. This is just like this is, this is this is people people who were being dicks before and now being dicks with a phone in their hand and poker balls. It becomes yeah. news when it is a it's set in a video game. Then it's all of a sudden mm. it's oh my god, these people are being horrible to each other. It because must be of this, because of yeah, video games. Because of video games. No, no, they are just dicks. They were dicks yeah. before. They're going to continue being dicks. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> like at least every other episode and we're just dicks like well, reporting it. People as well. be dicks. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then I don't know when it's going to be out, but um, so Games TM magazine, it, I didn't realise, is actually based in Bournemouth, and one of the guys from the magazine has approached me 
So um, to do a, a Q&A, uh, which should be out soon. Okay. Oh, what, so you're going to be in the magazine? Yeah. So, what? Yeah. So, which is um, which is pretty cool. So for, for years, Lewis, for years we've been doing this podcast, slogging yeah. our asses off, going to <laughs> trade shows. All you had to do was make a Facebook group. Two, yeah, two weeks of a Facebook group, and I'm being asked questions about a game that I I don't really <laughs> get the time about. <laughs> well, I don't really get the time to play. Oh uh. shit! No, I know quite a lot about it oh, yeah, because no, I end true. up. I end up having to read and post lots of information for other people. So, mm. yeah, I've, I, I've come I had to, to ask you for help. I have no idea yeah. what's going on in this game whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, we got, we'll get to me in a minute, right? So, okay, so you're proper into it. You're finding it quite nice. A big supportive community. This is the biggest thing that I've seen about this. There's so many people getting together and doing this. Yeah, and I drive around and I see so many people walking around. They're looking at their phones, which is perfectly normal, but they'll look at their phones and then suddenly they'll stop. And like turn and look at a bush and point their phone at it, and I'm just like, ah, he's just. I know what you're up to. Yeah, that's a Bulbasaur. Um, so is that a thing? Is that an actual Pokemon? Did I make that up? No, that's the thing. Oh well, well done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very proud of myself. Um, so I uh, actually before we talk about what I did, how are you finding this, Lee? I'm oh, sorry, I'm playing it right now. Can you hear? No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got this weedle. He's level 91. Here we go. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I need full concentration. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so, all right. So you you've been really enjoying it as well. I'm loving it. Although I haven't actually, um, I'm not experiencing the full range of the game because all I've done so far is collect Pokemon. I haven't fought anything. I've not tried to go to a gym yet. Yeah, to be honest, that's that's all I'm doing. Yeah. The the whole com- competitive element isn't a big thing for me at the moment. I mean, I'm really enjoying the collecting, and and I I get the feeling that by doing this I'll probably be better placed in the long run to field some rather stronger specimens. Yeah, p- potentially. Not only that, but in an upcoming update, uh, they are supposed to be introducing one-on-one uh, trainer oh, battles. That would be good. But does, so, oh, it's going to be local though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so you have to be with that person. To is, there, is there a trading element to this? Can you trade Not at the moment, people? but you will, again, in a... a future update you will be able to trade pokemon i think it will be um local only so you have to be with that person the best thing about this is the healthy glow that i see in the mirror every morning rather what, from than going pallid, outside pale pasty <laughs> face staring back at I'm me i'm happy yeah. with my pasty complexion the um there's a couple of things that i think that they could and possibly should do with this so trading is a huge thing so if mm-hmm. i think back to all of the things that i loved when i was a kid stuff like like i was never into football but football uh like sticker collection annuals mm. yeah that was the whole thing so I, I had no idea what the heck i was doing but i knew when i got a shiny sticker i was just like fuck yeah let's trade some of that shit um and pog does anybody else remember pog I was a bit old for Pog. Oh, I remember yeah. it very well, but only because my nephew was playing it. To the Pog point where amazing. I had a Pog maker. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. so I was massively into Pog. But the, the whole thing with both of those things is trading. With yeah. both of them is trading. Yeah. Now, the problem is, you can't trade with... I would hope that kids at that age in school don't have phones. And even if they do, they're not allowed to walk around school with them. So, no. how do they do it? They need to sell little, like, either discs or maybe mini Pokeballs or something like that that have got NFC and that you can transfer a Pokemon into. That would be pretty cool. And then you can trade those. You can physically give somebody something. The The thing is, is this game isn't targeted towards kids. Right, okay. No. It's not marketed and it's not aimed at children. 
It's yeah, aimed at people who've got phones. It is. Yeah, it's aimed at people who are 16, 18 plus who, who have a good enough smartphone to be able to play this game. Who can cross the road responsibly. All of this kind of stuff. To, who, who could cross the road without a lollipop man. <laughs> That'd be me out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, no, to be fair, anywhere. I still use a lollipop man and I'm 28. So <laughs> I'd be like, I'm stuck. Help. I can't get anywhere. So I, I've played this. Um, now, my experience with this game is essentially having zero idea what was going on. Um, I think I accidentally screwed up the intro, so the little bit, the little thing that was telling you that you were supposed to be doing stuff, I had no idea. Like it, it said, "Oh, you've got to go to this poker stop," and I was just like, "I ain't going to that." It's, li- it's literally right next door to my house. <laughs> there's, like, there's a pub right next to my. In fact, if I lean over my rear wall, it would probably be close enough to catch it. And I was just like, "Oh, I can't be bothered to do that." Wow. So off I went. I went out, and I think I was taking my oldest daughter to uh, to like a gymnastics class or something. And then while she was there, I thought, oh, "I'll have a wander around and see if I can find any of these Pokemon thingies." Um, anyway, long story short, I ended up stood in front of a Tesco's, <laughs> literally <laughs> blocking the doorway because I didn't realise that I was doing it, flinging Pokeballs at this fucking pigeon that just would not get in my bastard Pokeballs, no matter how many times I threw them. Now, what they need, there's a couple of things that this game needs. It needs to show Pokeballs littered all over the floor from all the people <laughs> that have previously been there. So they, they need to be, they need to stay where they are so that you can see the entire place littered in Pokeballs. I literally, I had about 75 of these things and I hurled every single one of them at this pigeon. The last 25, I was just trying to knock it out. I was just trying to get it right in the forehead. <laughs> Nothing that I did would catch this bloody pigeon. I ran out of Pokeballs, got frustrated, went into Tesco's, left, and I have never played it since. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to get more Pokeballs. I asked Lewis. Lewis told me that I could do it in a couple of different ways. It looked like it was trying to make me do some microtransactions. I was just like, do you know what? Fuck you, Pokemon. Fuck you. I can't be bothered. Speaking of microtransactions, I, I have a deep-seated hatred of microtransactions. I was not play games just because of that and i've actually spent about 10 quid on this so far oh my god <laughs> wow okay what i like as well is i'd like it if there was a pokemon in an area for it to sync up and somebody else could walk up and, and get it first yeah the the problem with that is having that kind of it will create fights per, yeah yeah but that'd be Co- hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well the oh you mean real fights yeah, yeah that yeah, would I be hilarious. <laughs> i mean the Obviously, there have been stories of uh, people waiting at poker stops and dropping lures and then mugging the kids that come, or the the people that come to the poker stops because they know they'll they'll have good smartphones with them. That's yeah, the, that's the yeah, that's true actually. But that's the equivalent of just like leaving a couple of quid on the road and waiting until somebody bends over and then clocking them over the back of the head. It's just a it's, it's a, just a different a way of doing pot. the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. But for for every negative aspect of the game, I've personally found uh, not the game uh, the community rather i've personally found that there have been probably four or five positive um things behind it so i've uh, the the whole thing for me has just been a, a, a lot more positive than it has been negative and it's one of the few games that i've played mobile games that i played fairly frequently when i get the opportunity to so uh it's and I, I think it's quite nice i think it and there's so much negativity there's so many people going oh, okay, okay. i don't know what the fuck it, this is with Pokemon Go. everybody should be miserable because i'm miserable no yeah. do you know yeah. what stick your head in a blender because <laughs> if you if you think that everybody else should be mi- that's like a fucking oh i can't i've got to be really careful what i say now because stuff gets cut 
<laughs> yes, it does. But this is this is like somebody right who has lost several fingers on their hand, saying, "Well, everybody else should lose fingers on their hand because I have." Well, that's stupid. Just <laughs> because you're miserable and you can't be bothered to try something new doesn't mean that everybody else should do the same thing. No. I think this is, I think this is really good fun. I think I love I love the fact that you see loads of people wandering around, and actually, a lot of people that wouldn't actually go outside. Yeah. And do yeah. this kind of thing. That's that's the other thing that I've found is that there are a lot of people. So um, I've seen people post in in the group in the Pokemon group who have got uh, chronic illnesses, and they arrange to meet with other people with chronic illnesses, so they can all go for a, a stroll together and play together because they all appreciate that actually some of them might be a bit slower than others. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's brilliant. They understand that not everyone is is going to be at the same level as a a healthy eighteen year old lad who plays football every day, who runs around um, catching Pokemon left, right, and centre. Um, and it's it's excellent. See, that's really nice because pe- people meeting up because obviously pe- pe- those people have got a, a commonality that they can meet up for anyway. Mm. But instead of going, okay, right, look, we've all got these chronic illnesses, so that's our commonality. Instead, they're going, well, Pokemon. We all like mm, yeah. Pokemon. Let's all let's all do this. It gets people outside. It gets people to meet people that they've never met before. Mm. Um, and yeah. it, it gets everybody gets to have a little bit of fun, and it gets people talking. And I just I think it's great. I think it's a brilliant thing. This is what augmented reality should do. Yeah, this is yeah. get people outside. This is an excellent use of smartphones. Like this is what gaming should do. Yeah, this is what, yeah. No, you're completely right. This is what gaming should do. So we're not all basement dwelling twats. Hmm. Well, some of us, are, some of All us, of us here are, yeah. But... <laughs> some of us are now are now road dwelling twats. Mm. <laughs> but that's the thing. It, like a lot of the naysayers of Pokemon Go were the ones who were also saying, "Oh, you need to get out more. You need to see the sun a bit more." And now they're saying, "Oh, you need to grow up." Uh, and well, hang on. A minute ago, you were saying that I need to get out more and I need to 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 be more social. Now I'm out and being more social, and you're saying that I need to grow up. Like, yeah, exactly. Subtext, you, you, I neither understand or am any good at what you enjoy doing, therefore I'm going to condemn it. Yeah, precisely. I wouldn't worry about take people telling you to grow up. Um, they've been telling me that for a, a long, long time, <laughs> and they've actually given up now. <laughs> a long, long, long time. <laughs> long, That's long because time. most of them have died of old agely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My it's, usual response is, what, and be like you? Yeah. So, yeah. I'll outlive you. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is really great. I think it's good fun. I think it's just good fun all round. And the fact that it isn't massively competitive and it isn't hugely fast-paced and you don't no. actually have to have a huge amount of skill for it. It's not a skill-based game. It's not Twitch-based. All of this kind of stuff. Obviously, the you know you learn things and you can get better at doing it, but actually it's accessible for everybody, so it's really cool. Mm. I think it's great. And the, the other thing is, is there's so many places around here. When I was a kid, I used to go exploring. There's fields and places and spinnies and bridges that you didn't know there were bridges and all kinds of stuff. And were you in the famous five? Kids nowadays. <laughs> I was the sixth one that they never spoke okay. of. Um, <laughs> sixth one locked in the cellar with a locked in the cellar with a snooker ball in his mouth. Everybody fucking run. <laughs> The um, <laughs> oh, not that again. I'm the, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, but but the thing is, kids nowadays don't do that because they've got they stuck with their heads in laptops or, or devices or whatever, and they don't want to go outside. I think this is a brilliant brilliant reason for kids nowadays to go out to little known parts of their community area and risk getting abducted while they're not paying attention <laughs> and never be seen again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they got a squirtle, so everything's fine. Yeah. Actually, no, that could be misconstrued. Okay, moving on. Just quickly, you, you saying that, I didn't realise until recently how much of Bournemouth 
is a still Art Deco um, architecture. Really? It's because yeah. you don't look at things. You know, I don't. Well, I never no. bother. I, but, but I was wandering around the other day, waiting for something to happen on Pokemon Go, and um, and I was looking at the buildings, and some of the buildings in the area are just amazing yeah like they're really stunning buildings and this I'm like, has turned into a very different podcast than one i do no, but this is this is the thing though right <laughs> for a game that, now, for a game that's designed to make you look at your phone somehow you manage to see way more of the world around you than yeah. you ever yeah. did with any other use of your phone bonkers isn't it? it i was just gonna say it's it's insane how despite living in the area for about eight months it's insane how much i've learned about and I've seen in the last two, three weeks because I've never actually been out and wandered around and no. Because when you're going somewhere, area. you're going A to B. You, yeah. you know where you're mm. going. You just walk there. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all. You get in the car and you go there. And all the rest. I'm, I'm, I'm bad for that. I'm just so many places and areas around here that the kid, that kids should be going and exploring. The problem is that you hear so much on the news now. I don't want to let my kids outside. Fuck me. That's mm. a, it's, a, it's a terrible place. <laughs> inside, <laughs> inside is safe. You stay inside. I know where you are. That is absolutely fine. All these weird people can abduct somebody else's kids, and you, you'll be fine inside. <laughs> I don't care that you're just playing on the laptop. It's you, you, hopefully you're learning at the same time. Everything's okay. <laughs> your hand-eye yeah. coordination is improving. Yeah, your hand-eye coordination good. is improving. Yeah, we're going to have to keep feeding you these vitamin D tablets because it's <laughs> starting to start to creep in. But no, other than that, it's absolutely fine. Look, we, we, I'm sure we're going to talk about Pokemon Go an awful lot more on, on subsequent podcasts. Can I have a it's final not word? Be going away. Go on, have a final word. I am excited to see how this this is just the beginning. I can see this getting. I mean, it's, I know it's big and it's got huge already, but I can see this getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's um, it's one of those things. You know, I hate to use the word disrupt, but um, it does. It disrupts gaming. Um, this is going to change gaming and. In the same or in a similar way to the Wii did, which brought in lots of non-gamers, this is bringing non-gamers into gaming and, and creating something that's going to get absorbed into our culture. And yeah, the way this, that we there's live. going to be loads of these. Very well, short, very yeah, short. There's going to be loads and, of this and others, But uh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see what, how that pans out. I think it's going to mm. be very exciting. I wonder, yeah. I wonder this, because this could easily be the next step towards actual, like Microsoft must be rubbing their hands together. Mm. Because this is proof that augmented reality can work out in the world. Yep. Oh, this this, this is, is proof. Like Google Google Glass. If you could have something that <clears> worked, <throat> yep. that you could walk around wearing, well, when that, you get that would let you do stuff that will like be, this. Um, as small as a pair of glasses that you can wear just, you know, without carrying around a computer. Uh, yeah. And then you've got something that you can actually look and, you know, without having to hold a phone screen up, it, that, that changes things. Can you imagine the horror game? How has nobody done this? With so many movies and TV shows and everything that have got, and games that have got the whole, you've got to use a camera or you've got to use your phone to see the ghost. Yeah. How has nobody done this yet? Oh, Augmented God. reality goes. Is it, uh, make a note. Fa- fatal frame? Yeah, exa- that, exactly that. How has nobody made an augmented reality ghost game yet? I mean, that would scare the shit out of you. Because of exactly that reason? Because, because uh, coronary event. And <laughs> augmented reality devices are generally quite expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck! That was my yeah. phone, motherfucker! <laughs> I've, I've flung a pair of headphones across a room that weren't very expensive. So. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that this game would be for you, Lewis. I've got to be honest. No. No, definitely not. That, that, right. That's going to be the next thing that we see. I guarantee you that's going to be the next thing that we see. And I think it will be have, a thing. Yeah, and then you're going to have kids walking around in the dead of the night screaming. 
That'll be <laughs> nice, won't it? It's an entirely different thing. I like the idea that people sync up the poker stops with these ghosts. <laughs> just to keep things fresh and entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the ghost hunters mixing with the Pokemon sure. Go players. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's so many, there's so many th- things that could be done with this. I'm just surprised that it hasn't been done yet. But this, this is this is one of those Oculus things. This is going to prove to the world that this is a viable route to go yeah. down to make money and to to get generate buzz. And there's going to be a scramble now for the next wave of augmented reality games but to come out as quick is, as possible. It's already been done before. Mm. Yeah, by Niantic. I mean, look at Ingress. That yeah. was done a long time ago. Yeah, that's what four years ago. Apparently, that was Pokemon dull as Go fuck, is though. running on the same engine as well. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Go is almost exactly the same concept, but it's um, not Flash in a pan. Yeah, but it's not Flash in a pan, and it's got a known IP attached to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had a load of people that were potentially Pokemon Go, but the thing is, people who this is going to be a bit general, but people who tend to like that kind of game, people who are Pokemon Go players uh, or Pokemon players and, and like the more colourful, the more entertaining side of the gaming gaming industry, probably a little bit more adventurous in what they'll accept and what they'll yeah. Because these are the same people that went, yeah, I'll get a Wii and I'll, I'll carry on playing it and I'll enjoy it. And ba- off the back of that, I'm not so jaded that I'm still going to get a Wii U. And these people, are they, they're tenacious. <laughs> they will, they'll stick with it, even though all the mm. odds are stacked against them. The other thing with this is, um, you, you talk about Ingress, um, I don't think it was successful because they never reached the tipping point of enough people to play it. Yes. No. Um, yeah, the, I think the main issue with that was it being invite-only. Yeah, it was, oh. well, it went out of invite only, I think, eventually, but it was invite only for ages. But the, I mean, the major problem that they had with that is it was fucking dull. Mm. <laughs> that was that was probably it was like virtual reality Pinterest. Nobody cares, right? It will okay. get some. It will get some traffic now because people um, switch between Ingress and Pokemon Go because apparently the concentrations. I don't know what the the energy or whatever it is that you're trying to gather in Ingress. Yeah, um, it, the concentrations of that are where um, concentrations of Pokemon monsters are yeah Pokestops. Yeah. So Pokestops and the no, points. just the, the, not Pokestops. The actual places where you'll find like little clusters of um, lots of Pokemon. There's so many things that they can do with this though, because what yeah. they need to do things like you know the the Zombies Run app, the running application uh-huh. that, that yeah. made it sound like zombies are coming after you and you're gonna run and stuff like that. They could do sports apps that have got this kind of thing going on, and you can hear Imagine stuff happening a and zombie. just. just actually after you when you're yeah, running so much stuff so much cool stuff look anyway we're going to move away from this because we've got loads of other stuff to talk about and there's going to be no podcast left so that is pokemon go we've just spoken about it for an hour and a half so <laughs> the next what else have we been playing <laughs> we've been playing for, playing other stuff um <clears throat> we've all played a game so we might as well talk about this one as well um now mr mr for not here all decided he saw a game I think a couple of us had seen this before as well but he saw a game that he thought was going to be really fun and entertaining for all of us to play I don't know where he finds these I don't know he just finds he's like he's like micro L all of a sudden (laughs) yeah but there was that oh there's another one and it's in like pre-alpha at the moment oh yes I know the one but but it looks like it's going to be um rogue spear rainbow six yes it's it's the one where where you're going and stuff like that Yeah. yeah They plan things out. No, but this so this one that he got for us is a game that does not exactly sit well with... <laughs> I didn't do very well. But actually, I'm not sure any of us did very well. You did, this okay. Is, you won uh, one round. Yeah, I, I won one <laughs> game type and then kept picking it from then on. Um, this is Move or Die. 
So for anybody who hasn't seen this, and it is pretty new, it's not been out all that long, um, it's in early access. A couple of it, months. It is a 2D, um, I would call it kind of a, almost a Smash Brothers Arena style thing. So if you remember, was it Super Mario Brothers 3, where you could go into a, like a two-player battle mode? Do you remember, does anybody else remember no. that? And those little spiky things no. came down, and you had to smack them, I can't remember, whatever. Um, it is like that. Only what happens is that the game types are totally random. And you unlock more game types as you go along. But basically, at the beginning of every game, it flashes up and tells you what the game mode is. So the arena might be exactly the same as the previous one you played. And they're all very, very samey. But one of them, one game mode might be, right, there's blocks falling from the ceiling. Don't let them touch you or you're going to die. And you've got to run away from the blocks falling down from the ceiling. And you play that for literally like 30 seconds. And then suddenly it changes. Now this guy's firing, firing an iron cannon at you. Don't get in its way. So now you're jumping <laughs> around and moving from an iron cannon. Uh, oh, oh uh, now it's speedrun, so you've got to get to the edge of the end of the course as quick as possible. Um, and all this. But the thing is, the underlying, the underlying mechanic behind all of this is if you stop moving, your health goes down. And if you're not moving for long enough, you explode. But the problem here is, for me, if you're flying through the air, so if you've done a jump or a double jump, and you're flying through the air, that classes as being stationary. Now, for somebody who spends 90% of their life in games in the air, this does not sit well with me. So you have to just basically stay on the ground for as long as possible and keep running. It's mental. It's ba- that's, that's the easiest way to describe it. It's t- utterly it is. mental. It's yeah. very intense as well. We, we, I, we played this, um, the four of us played this uh, when Ross bought it for us, and very generously, and... I had to take a break. I was exhausted. Yeah, same. It was it was really knackering. Um, there there is something that uh, we should talk about in this game, which is that it has Twitch integration built into it. Yeah, built that's into it. It's happening more and more now. At some point, I think we should have the four of us playing and our Ready Player Two community getting involved because the viewers can influence the game. Oh no, can they? Yes. What's yeah, so they, they can vote yeah, on things. They can vote they on things. Game modes. They can um, directly control stuff as well. Yeah. Can they really? Yes. Well, so they can fire an iron cannon at you or drop a block on your head. I don't that think, kind of thing. No, the exact mechanics, but yeah. Oh, that's not going to work because our listeners are proper cunts. <laughs> <laughs> good <Agreed. laughs> Yeah, the entertainment value will be there though. Right. right. No, that's going to be good fun. So, just for those of you who do care. The game is currently ten ninety nine for a single pack, or uh, twenty six ninety nine for a four pack on Steam. You'd have to be mad to get a four pack. <laughs> it's been developed and published by those awesome guys. That's the name of the team. <laughs> I'm sure you can get it cheaper than that somewhere else, like GOG or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you probably can, but I'm just doing the one that everyone knows. So a couple of things: if you can find this cheaper somewhere else, because it, it's a good game. I'm not entirely sure that it's worth 10.99 at the minute, but then the thing is, so much unlocks as you play it. You yeah. don't ba- barely have anything at the beginning, and that feels kind of off-putting. But so much unlocks so quickly that actually mm. you get way more game modes to play. And the thing is, overwhelming you right at the beginning with all the game modes would probably be a turn yeah. off as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. But if you if you were ever a couch gaming fan, so if you ever invited people around and you all play like so, we used to play stuff like Fusion Frenzy. So I'd get people around play Fusion Frenzy, we'd play Hunter the Reckoning, we'd play um, stuff like, you know, the Sonic Adventure Battle games and uh, Mario Party and stuff like that. If you're into all of that stuff, then this is that, but it's also got an online mode. So you can play it offline and couch game it, or you can play it online, but if you're on Skype, it just feels like a couch game. It didn't occur to me that you guys weren't all in the room. It was just mentally. Everybody was laughing, everybody was having fun. It was good. It was great. It was really good fun. I like this. 
Yeah, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I the only problem is you have to be emotionally sturdy to play this game. <laughs> you have to be pretty strong of will because I was exhausted. I think after we played this for what forty five minutes. Oh, this is I, not something you could play for three hours straight. No, it not was too much, too night. intense. Yeah, couldn't handle it at all. Right, okay, that's move or die. And that's good fun. We're probably going to play a bit more of that. And we might stream it. And I might stream it because my processor is no longer worse than my phone. Oh, God, Armageddon's coming. (laughs) 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 I've got a new PC, my bitches. Uh, So, yeah, I might talk about that at some point when I'm absolutely 100% sure that it's not going to (laughs) crash. Let's not gloat too much right now uh, until I've got it completely stable. It's still bedding in. Other games games that we've been playing this week or this last couple of weeks. Uh, Lewis, have you got another game that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, so Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. Okay. Um, obviously not very new. Is that the one with the scantily clad woman in it? Yes, okay. Quiet. Quiet? <laughs> Sorry. Her, her name is Quiet. Oh, oh right, I thought you were saying I'm sure. Um, so <laughs> I put the disc in, waited for the game to install. Didn't take very long, I thought, oh, that that's, that's pretty good. Uh, for such a big game. Then it said um, that I need to download and install an update. Uh, an hour later. Right, okay, cool, fine. Then another update saying if you want to use uh, Metal Gear Online, you need to download and install up this update. An hour later. <laughs> so I finally get into the start of the game and I um, basically spend 10 minutes watching cutscene and I just switched it off. I just <laughs> I was like if I have to wait two and a half hours and then before watch, to watch 10 minutes scene. and then it's... watch 10 minutes of cutscene I'd like I'm out it's never going to live up to that is what it? happened to continuous streaming download because I genuinely thought that this was going to be the future so when Guild Wars came out when the original Guild Wars game came out you could download I think it was a 1.5 megabyte executable onto your PC Mm-hmm. And start playing basically immediately. It would install pretty much nothing. And then while it was loading the first area, while or while you were in the character creator, it was loading the first area. Then while you were in the first area, it was loading the second area. It was like downloading it and, and, and all the rest of it. So you could start playing this game with a 1.5 meg downloader and just go for it and start playing. And I was, I was, this was years ago and I was thinking, this is, this is the future. This is amazing. And how wrong was I? <laughs> but then, do you know what? I got sucked in by on live, so my track record is not exactly spectacular. But why did why did you're a visionary? Has nobody heard of cumulative updates? Why? Wow, does it? Yeah, but, but to be honest, Sony's online uh, experience has never been the strongest, really, no. has it? They've not really clogged on the, to this yet. Goes far as to call it so shit. The Xbox One has. Um, like a ready-to-play mode, so as soon as you install a certain amount of the game, it then pops up saying that the game's now ready to play. What it doesn't tell you is that in most of the games, it either just takes you to the menu, or it'll take you to like a mini-game or a, a demo. Right. So when I installed Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, on my Xbox One, it, it got to about 60% and it said, hooray, ready to play. So I loaded it up and you just get to play as Darth Vader running around killing rebels for however long it takes for the rest of the game to install. And then after that, the rest of the game is extremely disappointing. <laughs> well, uh, no, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed Battlefront playing it with other people and the... Um, Fight squad, fighter squadron mode was pretty good, but anyway, we're kind of digressing. But yeah, yeah, it was the the 
ready to play it on the Xbox One. Whilst it should work in principle, it doesn't work in practice. No. Well, so Sony have decided to go completely the whole hog and just go, do you know what, it's not going to work, whatever we do, fuck it, let's just make it shit. Yeah. <laughs> At least people get that, get on the ground floor, they know what's happening, this is this is what's going on. This is akin to me, this is like the process bars. You know the process bars to get to 100% and then start again? Mm-hmm. Why are you there? Yeah. What's, what's, your, what's your purpose? What, to annoy you. If you're just going to get to the end and go back to the beginning again, how are you helping me? This Fucking with your mind. At all. And it's, it's just like... It, and, and I spoke to somebody about this a while ago about, oh, I can't remember what game it was. I was talking about some game. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, that just means it's loaded that one file and it's onto the next file. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's not telling me how many files there are. So how the <laughs> fuck is that helpful to me in any way? As far as I know, this could be going on for three weeks. It's 100% of what exactly? <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's a PC game in Master Race. <clears throat> so, <laughs> <laughs> that I can now say with confidence. <laughs> um, okay, right. So. Have you not played it since? Have you not no. played it since you <laughs> no. gave up on the cutscene? Oh, this is brilliant. All right, okay, fine. We move on to another game. So, so recommended then? Yeah, highly recommended. This is the longest loading cutscene I've ever witnessed. Uh, me and Lee, uh, a new update came out to uh, GTA Five. Basically, I say GTA Five. What I actually mean is GTA Online, because I have played GTA Five just long enough to get out of the annoying start bit that you can't skip before you get into the online mode. And every time I reinstall my PC, I have to play that fucking bank job all the way over again. <laughs> so so far in the GTA Five single player, I've done the bank job at the beginning of the game about eight times and then played online, and that's essentially my life in GTA. But. <laughs> It's brilliant, and I really, I've, I've enjoyed the online mode for absolutely ages. So they brought out the latest, and I believe the last update or DLC that they're bringing out for GTA Five. So they, the rumor goes, yeah. Okay, so and this is called Cunning Stunts, which is great, but also ripped directly from Carmageddon and no, ripped from Metallica. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. It was fine. also in one of the uh, original. I think it was the second GTA game. I'm going to go that. I, I, I don't... Uh, right, as we've proven, chronologically, I'm shit. But I'm pretty yeah. sure that Carmageddon came out first, so I'm, I'm going to go with Carmageddon. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure it probably did, but I would imagine that it's probably a throwback to... To that, rather than ripping yeah. something else off. But either way, essentially what they've done is they've gone, okay, look, we've done the serious thing, we've done bank jobs, we've done heists, we've done uh, turning into a CEO and making loads of money and shipping drugs around the city and all this kind of I stuff. I never made loads of money, I still no, want I loads did. of money. Has anybody got loads of money they can give me? No. I spent it, I spent it all on cars that I then realised as soon as I step out of my house there's like eight of them parked there with everybody fucking sticking their asses out the window at me um so this is um it's just nuts (laughs) basically they've just gone okay ever since we brought out the content creator that allows people to make their own races and maps people have been desperately trying to do things do things they shouldn't be able to do they've been trying to force the content creator to clip ramps on top of other ramps on top of other ramps to make loop the loops and stuff like that um, and so eventually they just went, well, fuck it. If people want this so badly, we're just going to do it ourselves. So they've made ridiculous, and I mean ridiculous, over the top, and this is over the top of the entire city, loop, jump, 20,000 foot feet in the air. Yeah, just in, this just mental, jumping through rings of fire, smashing into each other, jumps that cross over each other. So you've got to be really, well, it's just luck, basically, because somebody might be jumping in the other direction and just glide in midair mm. and, and all this kind of stuff. It is, it's great. It's completely, <laughs> it's got me back into the game and got, and made me really, really enjoy it again. There's a couple of problems. <laughs> <laughs> Most of those are about the other people playing that. Though. Most of those are about the other people playing the game. 
Um, but the, 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 the major issue is that after this, everything else in the game is, feels completely lackluster. <laughs> you try to go back to the original races or you try and do anything in the free mode or any of the original content like heists and stuff like that. And it just feels dull by comparison. Mm. The other problem is that people really like to race because this has become a racing game. I'm not really sure how this happened, but GTA 5, people play it just as a racing game and some people are silly, silly good at it. It's need for GTA speed. Yeah. Uh, but because of this, people want to play with catch-up turned off. They want to play with slipstreaming turned off. They want to play like a pure racing game. The problem is, this is a game in which you are flying thousands of feet up in the air. There is a gigantic element of luck involved in this. And you could be the best racer in the entire in the entire race, but some asshole from behind just comes and clips you on purpose and sends you flying off the track. There's no writing yourself. There's no hitting the barrier and correcting yourself. You're gone, and you've got to reload, and then that's it, basically. There's no catch-up on. You're fucked. So I like those things on, but then it causes loads of arguments in the lobbies, and people leave, and it's just, yeah. It's great fun to start with, but it start, the, the bad starts creeping in after... Well, I would say pretty quickly, but we've been playing this probably for about 12 plus hours now. Yeah. The most grizzling I've seen online from people is um, you, you've got uh, a clearly divided group on one side and the other. On one side, you've got the ones that race, and on yep. the other side, you've got all the dicks. I mean, all the ones <laughs> that like to bash the racers off you mean of the race all track. the people who can't race so spend the entire time trying to play D- destruction derby yeah there's always every time there's every al- time you try and knock me off the fucking track you will go off as well stop fucking doing it you bastard i've noticed there's always one dick bag in f- every race that rams you off the track for That's no good reason because you're playing with me and at least 50 percent of the time it's rich drunk driving <laughs> I, right <laughs> Half the time it's an, it's an accident, the rest of the time I'm drunk. <laughs> so 25% of the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> it, it is another face-achingly smiley game. I've, yeah, uh, it's, it's really good, good fun. Laughs in this. The shame of it, the downside to it, like I said, is because there's so much of the content in the game, you want to you want to get in and play the rest of the game. And, and also, because so many people want to play this as a racing game, they don't like you using custom cars, so you can't bring your own tuned-up, high-spec vehicle into the race. So you end up having to race with stock vehicles. But the problem is, at that point, it becomes pointless. Why would you even spend all of your money buying a really high-grade car if you're not allowed to use it in a race anyway? It's a bit frustrating, and um, the races where we have our best car, which is our the in the sports category, the Jester, yeah. uh, is where we generally want the customs to be on. Um, yeah, because yeah. we generally win quite a bit on that when we do that one. Um but when we haven't got a really good customer. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
or somebody's got a much better custom car than us, it, do- it tends to be not as much fun. No. <laughs> well, I don't mind losing. I don't mind losing. I just don't like people ramming me off. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Anyway, look, that's really good fun. If, you st- if you've got GTA 5 and you haven't played it in a little while because you've already played all of the content or you were getting a bit bored and you'd done the same thing over and over again, you wanted to change... This is definitely worth. This is definitely worth downloading the game and giving it another shot. It's, yeah. it's really good. Fun. Highly recommend this. It's not going to last for ages, but if you enjoyed the racing, then it's a great, great, great addition. GTA has been amazing value for money. I think I bought mine oh, for yes, about twenty five quid, and all these updates are free. All yeah, these DLCs are free. For a single one of them. Why, I don't, why they, don't more games do this? Well, I don't think they even had a, a, a like season pass when it first came out either. Did they? No, it no it's just, all been free. It's just all been free. It's been an amazing um, game. It's good fun. The only down, the other downside to it really is just, these are all land races. So there's no helicopter, there's no aeroplane stunt racing. There is no. I'm not sure else. how you'd um, take a helicopter through well, a loop the loop. Aeroplane stunt racing and stuff like that. What put the hoops on fire? I suppose you could do that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be amazing. But uh, but they could they could do all kinds of crazy stuff. I want to see aeroplane jousting. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see um, like I want to see extreme sports jumping out of helicopters and trying to jump into another helicopter. All of this kind of that'd be brilliant. Anyway, Helip- right, we're move relay on. racing. We've played that. We've played GTA Five, and the only other game that I played this week is Slither IO, which is barely worth talking about, but is amazing. And if you want a little uh, mobile game to play uh, that is incredibly addictive, then that is definitely one. Now, the other game that you've been playing, Lee, is uh, Raw Data, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time, ever since I got my Vive. Uh, I've been waiting for this game to come well I've not been waiting for it to come out I've been watching it with um, increasing interest they've been releasing videos and demonstrations people have been playing it at trade shows and the feedback that's come out of those has been stunning to say the least um, have you seen this Lewis? nope nothing got any idea what he's talking about at all? not okay. a clue okay so, right do you want to explain it? well no I mean have you seen Every now and again, when they do like a news uh, a newsreel um, on, if you watch like uh, I don't know one of the one of the crappy news websites, IGN or something like that, when they're talking about VR in general, and you've got somebody stood there with a microphone, and then it cuts through a bunch of VR games to try and like show you the kind of stuff that you can do in VR. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, it will cut to one where you've got a gun and a sword, and maybe the guy playing is throwing the gun or the sword up in the air and then catching it in the other hand and then hitting something. Yeah. And there's two of them, and they're ducking behind cover, and you're kind of playing it co-op. Mm-hmm. That's raw data. Hmm. Oh, right, okay. That has been held up as the, this is where we need to get to in yep. VR gaming. This, mm. is, this, is the, this is the target. Everything else up until this has basically been a taster for what we're, what we're trying to get to. And this yeah. is the game that Lee's, very, uh, Lee's managed to get his hands on. And uh, am I right in saying that they've very kindly given us a copy of it yes. in the demo? Thank you, Servius, uh, for providing us with this game. We're very grateful. They did uh, ask us not to review it. So this is an we early, don't review shit. We just talk about it. It's <laughs> an early access game. I have to point that out. This is still in early access. Just don't give it a prunes out of ten, and we'll be fine. It's uh, oh ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, there's still quite a lot to add to the game. Although I have to say, the polish that's already there is AAA quality. It's there. It's amazing to look at. It, the uh, right from the very moment that you load into the game and the music starts, it's, it's spine-tinglingly good. The the, fir- the very first um, menu screens that pop up, everything about it is so highly polished. They've uh, they've really um, put a lot of effort into this. I would be very surprised if um, Valve has not had a big or someone like HTC have not had a big hand in helping them along with this because I could not see this being done by a very small independent developer. But all the videos that you see, like a lot of the videos of VR stuff, 
you've got this incredible studio and you've got all these really high resolution cameras and mm. everybody's like tr- really trying their best to make everybody see what the heck is going on in the game so they can market the game. Most of the videos that I've seen with this has been a couple of the developers turning up to somebody's office yeah. or just like a shonky warehouse space or something like that, slapping a couple of vibes on a couple of unsuspecting people and just letting them get on with it. And you can literally juggle guns. You can throw guns around. Now, am I right in saying you can't throw your gun to the other player at the moment? I haven't played co-op with anybody yet. I've, right, okay. Um... Because if you drop your gun, which happens 90% of the time, <laughs> yeah, it's quite easy it just drop. kind of re- respawns in your holster. Yeah. Example, you're gonna, you're, I was so excited about this, and I don't have a HTC Vive, that I actually asked him to stream it the first time he played it yeah. <laughs> so that I could watch what was going on. And I'm sat here, and I'm just like, this is, this is I want to be involved in this. This is so sad. Knowing it's a co-op game and I'm watching somebody play it single player just makes it even worse. I desperately wanted you to be in the other co-op as well. I, I, oh. this, the, I, I'm going to... My next uh, mission is to play this co-op with it i'm i'm a little bit nervous of that because i'm going to be with a random and i'm i'm a bit allergic of randoms but i'll, I'll give it a go and you never know i might make a friend but <laughs> don't, don't be too optimistic uh, i'm not no, i'm not gonna get no. now i uh the the game itself is um it's all setting uh, set in a beautiful uh futuristic uh what's it called dystopian uh, well yeah dystopian but um Blade Runner. Yes, yeah. It's got a Deus Ex-y kind of feel to it, hasn't it? Yes, very much so. You start off in this big... Sh- it's called a showroom, and it's like a big corporate office uh, on the on the top floor of a building, and you can um, walk over to the windows and look out, and there's all flying cars and buildings with big billboards all lit up. Hopefully multi-passes and cigarettes at a 75% filter. Yes, it's, it is so beautifully done. It, it's take your breath away. Um and it does feel like it really does feel like Blade Runner it really does uh, now you can play as two characters currently there will be more characters coming in the final release uh, at the moment you get the gun carter guy and the melee I don't think girl. it's called gun carter in no, the game I think um, it's called the gun <laughs> Bishop I think they call is it the, the, the gun guy is uh, he's a gun cleric he's actually is that probably, they actually ripped this the, directly yep. from Equilibrium yes they have right. Um, so you you can play as Bishop or uh, Sajia, Sajia. Uh, it's a um, the chick with the sword or the bloke with the gun. Um, <laughs> and the, now the the, um, the weakness of this game is the at the moment is the sword for me. Uh, I don't know if this is a learning curve thing, but um, melee in the game is is satisfying. It's great, but it's not perfect because you can get. Uh, any time that you've got more than two uh, enemies coming at you and you're swinging a sword at one of them, the other one's free to hit you. When you're uh, shooting them, you can uh, just teleport away from them and shoot them some more, teleport away, shoot them some more. And, right. And you can get behind cover. You can't do that when you melee. So the range thing with the melee character is you can throw your katana, um, which is very satisfying you as well. You can throw your katana. You can throw your katana and it, it's like a boomerang. Um, <laughs> that would be a one-way street to Katana in the eye for me. <laughs> <laughs> Directly in my don't face. Don't catch the sharp end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch whatever end comes to me first. <laughs> That's that Mad Max too. No, no. Um, yeah. Um, oh, you can throw shurikens um, as as you unlock things. So you can unlock uh, each character can unlock different abilities as well. Uh, so, for instance, Bishop can unlock uh, a charged uh, shot um, as you complete missions, which makes you more powerful and there's lots lots more to unlock that I haven't touched yet like I say I've only played two levels in this so far I played well I played the first level through with both characters I hated it on um, the with the melee character because 
they're all up in your face, and and I don't like killer robots up in your face. <laughs> well, this is like a horror element to this as well because these they're not just like robots that walk at you. That, yeah, that they're evil not, motherfuckers. They are. They? That might not be apparent when you watch the videos. That how sinister this is. Well, they kind of lur- they lurk at you. Yeah, they don't just walk well, like a like a robot. You saw they- me play the the beginning of the first level where you you. You come up into this room on an elevator into the centre of this round room with banks of cyborg ro- uh, robots in um, storage tubes around the room. And yep. one of them comes out and there's a glass wall around you and it starts headbutting the wall. But it doesn't just do that. It stares at you menacingly before it does it. Yeah, it kind of cocks its head to one side and yeah. it gives you a bit of an evil stare. And it is, yeah, it was a bit uncomfortable just watching it. Well, <laughs> that I played through the first level like i say completely with uh, bishop and on two occasions i nearly crapped myself um because every now they're coming at you from 360 degrees and you'll be concentrating on one side because you there's a big concentration of um, robots starting lurching across the room and your concentration goes away from the other side a little bit and I, I looked over my shoulder, and there's and they're, they're like two meters, two and a half meters tall. These robots, they're big, uh, and it's it's looming over me, looking down at me, and I lost it at that point. <laughs> I really you just did. lost your shit. I completely did. I and I, I had to. I finished the level, but I had to take the headset off at that point and go away and do something. You know, walk around the garden in the sunshine for a little <laughs> just while. Just pace around for yeah, a little bit, just trying to get your heart to calm down, breathing deeply and slowly. Um. And then I played through the second level, which I thought, okay, I've got used to this now. I'm a little bit, you know, I've exposed myself to it. I should be okay. I'll get used to this. It'll be no problem. Oh, no. Fuck will it. There are creepy, horrible, um, broken robots that have no lower body. So they crawl along the floor with their hands and grab you. Um, and they, and the worst thing about that, this is in the second level. It's dark. <laughs> So you can't see them coming. You can see the glow of their eyes if you look carefully. And this is only, it gets dark, you know, about 10 foot away from you. So there's a, a pool of light that you're standing in. And I, it's super intense. It's so scary. Um, and the only way to get these things off of you is to actually shoot them in the head. So you're actually shooting yourself what, to try and get these things that are clean. How many got- times did you flail your leg to try and kick them off? Clive. <laughs> How many times did you kick the wall? Quite a few. <laughs> Virtual reality is crippling people everywhere. It's hilarious. Okay, right. So this is this is raw data. This looks really cool. I'm quite jelly that you've got it and I don't. But then again, I don't have a VR headset anyway. Um, Lewis is kept incredibly quiet, so he's either not bothered or doesn't have much to input. Uh, a little from column A, a little from a little. column B. <laughs> a little from each hand. So, we're going to move on a little bit from Raw Data, but it does look very, very cool. And for me, this is the, this is the game that I felt everything was working towards. Yeah. This is the kind of, it's taken a little bit of everything. I do hope that they may be. And sometimes when I see a game like this, I kind of want to go to them. Look, guys, 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 you need to go and talk to the guys that do Zombie Training Simulator and find out about the guns, because they did that really well. Oh, you need to guns. go and talk about the oh. guys, you need to go talk to the guys that did Zenblade and, and talk to them about the sword, because they did that really well. And you need to go talk to these guys, because they did cover really well. Just, like, collaborate and make one fucking super game, and that's the way that we want to play. You've actually raised something very, very important that I really wanted to mention, is the gun and right. the reload mechanism uh, is oh yes stupendous now in the past I've spoken about hover junkers and how I did not like the reload mechanism in no, that no neither did I uh, it's just annoying um, this is amazing so you you 
fire your gun until the bullets have all gone, which you can see by looking at the side of the gun. Look at the, you, the side of the magazine of the gun is open, so you can actually see how many bullets are in it. There is an indicator on the back, but it's much more satisfying to see the bullets disappearing out of your hand. Now, to, to reload, you with your other hand, you play this with your hands. Um, you, you take... <laughs> You, uh, did you actually just say that? Yeah, on purpose, actually. You fucking nugget. <laughs> Carry on. You pull a, you take it off of your other hip. You you take a magazine and you slam it into the base of the gun. That's it. That's all you do, and it's quick. It's <laughs> it sounds simple. So stupid when you say it like that, and but you, it does look very cool when you're watching somebody instantly do it. Instantly, you learn you learn how to do it, and you can do it without thinking or looking. Oh dear me! It's fantastic. It's so the satisfying. Only thing, the one thing that's really funny about this game, when you're watching somebody else play it, is that one of the huge mechanics that they've got in this is that you can throw your gun. You can let go of your gun, yeah, and it, and then catch it in your other hand, yeah, and fire with your other hand. I don't. I think I've seen you successfully do that once. The rest of the time, it just landed <laughs> on the floor. That's not the game's fault. <laughs> I didn't for a second suggest that it was. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there. We need to we need to stop talking about this now. Um, so we're going to move along. We're going to take a very very quick break, and then we're going to move along. We're going to talk about some news, uh, and then I don't know what we're going to do. We might leave, or we might do something else. I'm not sure yet. So we will be right back. Star Wars. It's great in the arcade. Yo! Tie fighters, fireballs coming right at me. Watch the laser towers. Aim for the tops. Pick the cannons. Use the force. They're coming too fast. This way. This way. My shields are gone. We're back. There's news. We're going to talk about it and stuff. Um, there's actually been a surprising amount of news this week, because I pretty much thought it was just all going to be Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. And there is quite a lot of Pokemon news. And there is silly Pokemon news. Uh, like things like the guy that quit his job. Uh, to become a full-time Pokemon hunter, which actually all I read that article as was uh, some bum has quit his job with no plans or prospects, <laughs> which, is, which happens every day. He was, hey, That's he was a barrister. Oh, oh no. really? No, was no, he? Okay, no. That he was a barista. Thing. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that That's is genuine. slightly different. <laughs> oh, dear. My favourite bit about that story was uh, that he, he said uh, he, f- he phoned his parents and said what he's going to do, and they were very supportive. Uh, and his dad said to him, I always knew you were going to be famous. Seriously? Absolutely. For the five minutes that yeah. that news article was out. And then after that, everybody's going to lose interest in what he's doing. I'm so proud of you, boy. <laughs> I, I presume he was American? No, it's New Zealand. Was he New Zealand? Uh, they do like the outdoors. Okay, fine. So there's that. And there's loads of other Pokemon stories and, and stuff. And Lewis might have heard a bit more about Pokemon stories than I have. Has there been any Pokemon Go stories that have jumped out at you, Lewis? Or is no point in talking um, about it? Not really. Um, I mentioned a couple earlier. I think we've mentioned some previously. Uh, a couple of guys that walk straight off the edge of a cliff. I don't remember hearing that. That is both tragic and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, How did the second think... one no- not notice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps the first one grabbed the second one and took it with him. <laughs> yeah. You'd hope. If I'm going, I'm taking you with me. Get the Bulbasaur. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've, I've literally, I've, this is my, I've hit saturation point with the number of Pokemon that I know the names of. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep using the same ones. No, I've seen a couple of stories in um, a couple of videos on Facebook of like Central Park late at night, Central Park over in the States late at night. Um, and you just see like a crowd of people charging towards a point because someone, someone shouted, there's a Charizard over here. 
<laughs> so basically, there's a bunch of people trolling in Central Park. Well, <laughs> no. Um, by all accounts, they are catching them, but it's it. They did catch one, but it's just ridiculous how much of a, a phenomena it's already become in three weeks. I think it's been out. It's like Pokemon goes zerging. They, uh, I, I really need somebody to, you know, that video of that new game, that new zombie game that's coming out, in which the zombies are like flowing over stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just need somebody to superimpose a mobile phone into every single one of their hands, <laughs> and then change the main character that's shooting at them into like into a, a Pokemon. Mm. Uh, that would that would make so much sense. Okay, so there's been a load of Pokemon Go pieces of news, but there's been a few other pieces of news as well. Lewis, do you want to take the first piece of news? Pick one. So I suppose sticking with the Pokemon Go thing yeah gonna get all a bit grown up here um so the nintendo's stock has taken a hit recently yep uh because they put out a press release basically saying that they they don't actually have much to do with pokemon go because after the release of pokemon go their stocks rocketed basically their, their stocks rocketed um just because uh they basically they were worth more than sony for about three or four days really and recently they their stocks are now i wouldn't say plummeted but they've they've taken a hit i think it was 17 percent in 24 hours hmm. they've right. dropped 17 yeah, percent that is a lot in 24 so, so, hours somebody has essentially held a press release and gone so yeah you know that pokemon go game that everybody knows is really great um and everybody now some, somehow seems to think is us it's it's not us sorry about yeah that. They should listen to us because Lewis said this the other day. Yes. Yeah, I did. And Nintendo do own a portion of Pokemon Go, but only through the fact that Nintendo own uh, a 30, I think it's a 32% stake in the Pokemon company, which are publishing the game. Yeah. But who the hell let this guy release this press release? Surely somebody at Nintendo should have gone, oh, Frank, shut up. Shut, what's, what's the problem? <laughs> just just let, him, let him keep thinking. What's, what's, what's going on? Well, the thing is, I think it's, I think a lot of it was people investing in Nintendo, buying stock in Nintendo, because they didn't understand that they had nothing to do with Pokemon Go. I think people think that, that um, Pokemon is Nintendo. So, yeah, and for the most part, until recently, Pokemon has always been fairly synonymous with with uh, Nintendo and vice yeah. versa. But actually, if you look at the history of it, they're, they're, until Nintendo bought a stake in the Pokemon company, Game Freak, Creature, and uh, just Game Freak and Creature, actually, they were their own entity. They were their own publisher and their own their own development team. So... And it wasn't, like I say, until Nintendo then took or brought a percentage of the, um, a percentage of the Pokemon company that they've now kind of, they kind of work together. But even still, they're not, they're not this, they're not one company as much as people like to think they are. I just can't imagine what they thought they were going to gain from releasing these press releases. It's just any other company, any like Western company would just go, yeah, we're just going to keep stumped about this. <laughs> we're just going to yeah. keep this on the DL. Um, if this was politics, this would be one of the parties kind of going, ah, oh, we're winning. Like loads of people, loads of people think we're really good, but, but they've got the wrong impression. Right. Camp- campaign leader is a paedophile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're just putting out a press release basically saying, oh yeah, no, sorry, we've got, uh, everybody, everybody's wrong. 
all of the newspaper articles that you've read totally totally wrong. Uh, we're we're actually kind of shit, <laughs> and they're pretty good. Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I'm sure there's, there must be a reason behind it, or it's just another example of Nintendo fully not understanding how the world works. But this is a bit bizarre. To be fair, Nintendo have already made a lot of money from Pokemon Go anyway by the sales of. Uh, the Pokemon games and 3DS consoles because a lot I, I I don't have the exact figures but I think it was something like sales of um, the 3DS have gone up by a hundred and twenty five percent over the last um, compared to the same last year right okay and this is because of bit off the back of Pokemon Go right so okay, people, people want to play to the go, other games yeah to to go out and see what Pokemon is actually all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, okay, good. Again, just reading here, it says that uh, their Nintendo shares were more than double than where they stood this time last year. Mm. Okay, <laughs> it's 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 just ridiculous, and it does seem a bit odd that they've um, they released the, this press release. But I suppose it's kind of good guy Nintendo. It could be, or there could be a very financial. There could be a very legitimate reason for it. Like they really oh. don't want to. I don't know. Overinflate yeah. something or underinflate? I don't know. I don't get it. It does make me laugh that a lot of companies have go right. That's it. Nintendo, uh, po- uh, Pokemon Go. That's it. It's it's dead in the water now because Nintendo have lost a, a load of money on it. And... <laughs> but the entire story is that Nintendo's got nothing to do with it. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just reading an article on another website. Um, well, I probably won't, shouldn't say who they are, but <laughs> um, it says Nintendo's Pokemon Go bubble is finally burst. Um, and it, it it basically just says that because of the press release that it's basically a, from what I could read of this this article that the game is basically a failure because growth has slowed and Nintendo have lost money. Well, not lost money, but their market share has uh, decreased in value. So growth has slowed after millions of people have downloaded the game and hit saturation point. Yeah. Um, and therefore, the company that has just released a press release announcing that they've got nothing to do with it has taken the stock hit. Therefore, obviously, it's going to impact the game. There's nothing about this story that actually tracks. Well, the thing is, is that's what makes me laugh, is when people say, oh, you know, growth has slowed for the first time in three weeks. Yeah, that's probably because there isn't anyone left in the world to download and play the game. No, exactly. I've got it on my phone and I don't even play it. Well, yeah, but, like, again, I read at one point that um, Pokemon Go had more active users at any one time than Twitter. Mm. Good grief. Mm-hmm. It, that is it's, insane. It's just ridiculous. That is absolutely mental. Okay, right, look, Pokemon, even more Pokemon Go. I'm sure over the coming weeks there's going to be even more ridiculous and crazy Pokemon Go news, so there's gonna be, this yeah. is going to be a rich font for us to, for us to draw from uh, for many weeks to come, I think. Look, we've got another piece of news. Lee, do you want to pick a piece of news and go with it? Uh, I quite like that Terry Crews has built his PC. Ah, oh, um, isn't he lovely? Uh, I, I, I want one. I want my own personal Terry Crews. Oh, I thought you meant PC. You've <laughs> no, already got one. I've got one of them. Um, we sh- they should make a Terry Crews plush. I, I would I would be amazed if there isn't one. <laughs> I would be amazed if you can't find a Terry Crews plush somewhere. I'd quite like a life-size Terry Crews plush. <laughs> to cuddle up to at night. Yeah. That would be really good, actually. Oh, dear. With opposable joints, just so he could could spoon me. With a life-size tiger that you can sit him on. (laughs) You could just leave it at your window. You know fucker's going to rob your house if you've got that standing at your window. (laughs) 
What a oh, lovely so, all right. guy. So the story here is... Uh, right, he's... Uh, um, <laughs> he's gone to uh, E3 and tried out Battlefield 1. Uh, and he's not a gamer. Um, right, okay. Or he wasn't a gamer. And he's liked this experience so much that he's now a gamer. And he's... Um, He's actually started blogging and streaming about um, how he's building his own gaming machine. He's putting together a beautiful machine, I have to say. I mean, I'm well into my PC hardware, uh, as people may have gathered. And, um, yeah, I, I get a bit stiffer looking at these specs. It's... I mean, I get a bit stiff just looking at Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> he's a handsome man, isn't he? he the, really fact is. the fact that he's got a shit-hot gaming PC is just adding to his allure. Um so he's, but he'd like, so he knew nothing about this and he's gone off and researched and found, and the greatest thing about this is by the looks of things, he hasn't just gone, oh, I need somebody, because he's like obviously a millionaire. Mm. He's a very, very famous dude. He could have just gone, oh, somebody, I need to get one of my PAs or something to build me a PC. No, no, he's gone off mm. and he's researched and looked at it and he's built himself a PC. He wants to know all about it, doesn't he? This, yeah, he yeah. wants to know how this works. And he keeps calling it like a family bonding thing and it's him and his son that have been doing mm. it together and mm. his son's been playing games with him and uh, they've been playing Rocket League. In fact, in the video that I've been watching on the on the uh, news article that we're reading at the moment, his son's actually in the background playing Rocket League while he's talking. But the, the whole thing about it is how um, how enthusiastic I've just Terry got to point out is. that his son is actually playing Rocket League on mouse and keyboard. No. Oh, see, fail. Instant <laughs> fail. He needs, to buy him, he needs to buy him a pad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's how enthusiastic he is in this video. It's and he's a, and actually, I said this before I read it in the article, but Terry Crews is adorable. <laughs> he really is. He he is like one of the most adorable men I think I've ever seen. Yeah. For, for uh, the, the the guy's enormous. He was a yeah. a former NFL player before he got into acting, and but he's just. He, for he's somebody very... who looks like somebody selectively bred two brick shit houses, he's just like he is the most, he's the cutest guy, isn't he? He's he's very chilled and he's very um, positive. Yeah, I like yeah, he I, is. Uh, he did um, uh, lip sync battles. Oh, I saw that. That was brilliant. Do uh, singing Alicia Keys because it's uh, from a, a scene in one of the, uh, uh, films that he's in, but. Um, yeah, even that is just, it's hilarious, and it's just kind of adorable. Yeah, but he's not bothered, is he? That's the other thing, that's the thing that I love about this. Yeah. We don't need to go on gushing about Terry Crews, because everybody knows that I'd easily bet him. But the the, <laughs> the whole thing the whole thing with him is, he's, he, would I break he you. genuinely doesn't, he would break, he would break me at 40 paces. <laughs> the, um, the thing about it, he doesn't seem to care what people think. He is. He sees something. He wants to do it. He doesn't care if there's any stigma about mm. it or being a geek or or anything like that. He just wants. He he sees it. He looks fun. He finds a way of involving the family of yeah. making it a family a family thing, and you can play together and enjoy it and talk about it. But it's not just the fact that he's done it. It's the fact that he's blogged about it and he's been so enthusiastic and he's done YouTube videos. He's genuinely excited. And yeah. halfway through this one video, he like brings up this HTC Vive. That he's, that's just been delivered and you can see in his eyes <laughs> he's just like my world has opened up so this is going to lead to the next Expendables movie in which he is like heavily overweight <laughs> <laughs> it's got like really pallid it's got kind of a greasy thing going on with his face um, I, but I quite like that uh, he says this will be the Terry Crews version of gaming Yeah, I, I don't know what that is but I want to see it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be involved well, te- the Terry Crews version of gaming apparently is that a GTX 1080 isn't enough. He needs two. 
Yeah. <laughs> so he bought a second GTX 1080. And in his head, that's just like, this is cruising it up. <laughs> this is, I just add all the power. I like to think that he's going to afterwards do a uh, an Old Spice advert with his PC. <laughs> power. Um, I, yeah. I, I just, I kind of want to see him work with like, I don't know, maybe Corsair or... or Yes. Like yes. Alienware and do um, either an Old Spice advert but for a PC. Yes. Or basically work with a company to build the Terry Crews of PCs. I guarantee you that this is going to lead to him appearing in more video games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would Which is only so. a good thing. Because yeah. he's got such because he could obviously do the great big butch thing, but he's got the comedy thing going on as well. So the range mm. of games that would be available for him to play would be amazing. But this is worth this, this story is worth it simply because look 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 this up. Look at uh, Terry Crews building his own PC, and you will. It's it's difficult not to get enthusiastic with him. Mm. <laughs> he mm. draws you in, and even if you're not a PC gamer, the guy's so excited about what's going on. It is literally like watching a video of a kid opening their first ever Xbox. Or something like that. He's just so, so excited about this thing. So it's brilliant. There's like so much positive stuff about gaming at the moment. It's, I, yeah, there is. It's really surprising, really actually. Where's all the bad shit? Um, <laughs> oh, no. From that, onto another positive piece of news about gaming. Um, no Man's Sky, which everybody is ever so slightly losing their shit over at the moment because it's gone gold and it's coming imminently. Um, they've done another great thing, which I'm surprised this slid past Sony because I thought Sony were taking a reasonably hard line on this. But... The No Man's Sky, when it comes out, is going to be an online game. Um, and you are going to be able to play it online. I'm not sure anybody's 100% sure what form the online is going to take yet. Yeah, it's a bit... It's, a, it's very it's difficult vague. to... Yeah, it's very vague. It's a great word, Lewis. Um, yes. Vague sums it up perfectly, and I will shut up now. Good. So, the... <laughs> <laughs> the the thing here is so there is obviously going to be some on, online to it presumably that's going to be playing with other people but what what form that's going to take but the the announcement essentially is that in order to play no man's sky online you are not going to need a ps plus subscription genius cool well yeah but the only thing about that is that makes me slightly worried is normally that that is ahead of somebody basically saying you're not going to need a ps plus subscription because you're going to have to pay us for a subscription and we don't want you to have to pay twice. Well, no, it's not. Well, my, Microsoft did that with Halo 5, I think, or one of the, their releases of Halo on the Xbox One, where they basically said, this is one of the few games that you will be able to play online without requiring an yeah, Xbox Live Gold subscription. Which everybody got really angry about, because they require that all other game developers... Have, you have to pay for an Xbox Live subscription in order yeah, to play their but, games. But it's a Microsoft title, so... Yeah, so thanks for the double standards, Microsoft. Well, Elite Dangerous showed that you can have this kind of online persistent universe game without a subscription. Without a subscription And it be model. successful as well. Uh, well, it says here, PS Plus won't be a requirement to play online. However, you will need to be connected to the internet for your discoveries to register with the Universal Atlas, mm-hmm. which would suggest to me that there is a persistent world map or going on. universe yeah. map. Okay, yeah, so that's the that's the entire thing. Now, the, the only problem with this is difficult to get excited because we don't really know exactly what, what the multiplayer elements of it are, but it also might just be that there are so few multiplayer elements and actually one of the only things that you can do online is share the stuff that you found. Because the big thing, the whole thing about No Man's Sky is if you find a planet, you get to name it. You get to name that planet whatever you want. And then that gets uploaded to the Universal Atlas and then next time somebody else visits that planet, it's your name. And that'll never change and that's there forever. That, um, does that not 
I know there are like billions and billions of planets in this game. Quintillion. But d- doesn't that give it a an almost um, finite lifespan? <laughs> Potentially, it depends what you get to do. The, the, the weird thing about No Man's Sky, and this might just be me, I have no fucking idea what's going on in this game. The only thing I know is you get to fly around in space, and then you find a planet, and then you get to fly right down to the planet and see the planet in all of its amazingly high-definition rendered glory, and then you get to do some stuff on that planet, and then you leave and go find another planet. Now, presumably, there's more to it than that. There is a bit more to it than that, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it is a bit weird. So I don't really 100% know what's going on with this game, but I still kind of want to play it. You have to gather resources to um, further the game. So you and you also have to gather technology and um, open up different abilities uh, that you can uh, sort of, well ship abilities um, that you can use. Uh, th- there will be things like you can have. I, I've seen these wingmen that, that fly with you in formation um, that uh, you don't get automatically at the start. But the the whole thing about this is it's not going to be a multiplayer game, as in you know the. Um, the Elite Dangerous model was with wings. You could um, fly with your mates and go on missions together. I don't think that's going to be in this because the, it is so big that you are highly, highly unlikely to ever come across anybody else when you play. That's why aliens aren't probing people, kids. Yeah. There you go. So another piece of space trivia brought to you by Ready Player Two. Uh, right, that's the end of that because I don't really know much about the game and uh, we're talking about something we have no idea about, which I know is possible. I can't believe course, you, you're going to actually be able to play this game when it comes out next month. No way! Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it! Right, so look, <laughs> from a game that I probably will play, will be able to play to a game that I definitely could play but probably won't. Um, Lewis, do you want to talk about the very last piece of news we've got this week? Yeah, so Sega announced that they have got... Uh, they announced at uh, Comic-Con that they've got a new Sonic game coming out next year, Sonic Mania. It's it looks a lot like the classic uh, games, so it's a two D platformer, but it it it's an HD two B two D platformer. Yeah. So it looks a lot like the older games or the original game, but it it looks it's a lot not nicer. Yeah, it doesn't look like shit. To be honest, it looks beautiful um it looks really really nice i just don't think i'll play it because i don't (laughs) like sonic (laughs) (laughs) what they've kind of done here is gone we done fucked up (laughs) but rather than they've they've picked up all the babies and filled up a couple of baths and just thrown the lot out and it's like they've basically gone we kind of fucked or fucked up the new sonic and everybody was a bit confused about what the hell was going on and and we keep trying to change it make things different and we decided to put uh, knuckles on steroids in the last one and it didn't really pan out so now what we're going to do is completely go all the way back to the retro games and you say that it's hd i think that it's hd only because it's not got the weird like black lines to the left and the right because these games were never <laughs> were never yeah. Yeah. Meant, meant for widescreen because i'm looking at the video and stuff of it and it, it it looks pixelated. It looks like it's made from sprites, exactly like they always used to. It doesn't look like it's made from really high resolution characters or anything. No. It genuinely looks like this could just be an emulated Sonic game, mm. circa the nineties. And as you've said many times before, what what the fuck? Why is it retro? That's not retro. I could play Sonic on an emulator. This yeah. isn't something that I need. What's what's the hook? What's, yeah. What makes us what what makes this better? I think the big hook is I think that's just to tie people over. So there was another announcement of uh, Project Sonic, 
which is going to be released, well, it says Holiday 2017, um, which narrows it down to Christmas between Thanksgiving and New Year's uh, next year, um, which is going to be on the PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo NX. It's going to be a 3D-esque game. So they're hedging their bets here. Basically, they're not really sure which one people are going to buy, so they're making both. Yeah, they're making so... a full-fledged HD 3D game, and they, they're going, just in case nobody wants that, we're just going to remake all the originals. Yeah, so if Project Sonic uh, fails miserably, they can still go, well, we gave you Sonic Mania. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, that's that's good. I'm amazed Sonic is still going. Frank, I genuinely, I am 100% amazed that Sonic is still going. Because it had its heyday, and then it fell flat, and then it had a kind of almost resurgence around the GameCube era with a couple of really good games, and then it's just dead again. Mm-hmm. But that might just be because I'm old and jaded now. To be honest, I think it's one of those series that they should probably just let die. Yeah, but they won't. This is the thing. Christ, they made a new Conkers game not long ago. I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't really understand how they're going with this. Anyway, look, that's news, kind of news. There's a new Sonic game coming out. It's just Sonic, so whatever. Um, if, there's, if anybody's at all interested... Look, if there's one thing to take away from the, from the news this week is watch Terry Crews getting excited about his PC. That's just all you've got to do. Just, just make yourself happy. Stop watching videos of cats on the internet. Just watch videos of Terry Crews. In fact, if, if somebody could just come up with LOL Crews, I'd be happy. That'd be, that'd be me done on the internet for the next few years. I'd be 100% fine. Um, right, that's all the news. Has anybody got anything else that they want to talk about? No. No? 100% news, 100% done. Right, we're done. We're done, done. We talked about the Pokemons, and we talked about the other Poke things, and we talked about GTA, and we've spoken about a load of stuff, and we've spoken about Terry Crews, and now I've got a lob on, so we're probably going to have to go. So. This has been Ready Player 2, episode 67. I have been Rich. You can find me on Twitter at Zebwen, that's Z E B W E N. Lewis, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Louis underscore Kong. Or walking aimlessly around Bournemouth. Or walking aimlessly around Bournemouth. Or uh, you can also find me on the Ring the Bell podcast, um, where we talk about wrestling and the WWE draft. Is that a, is that a uh, Palace of Wisdom thing? Yes. Okay, I don't know nothing about wrestling, so I can't. <laughs> no zero idea. Yeah, so that's with Andrew and Ross, Ross for the bell bag. Ross for the bell bag. That is so going to stick. He's so excited <laughs> about that name. Okay, brilliant. Um, and I'd like to, if you do see Lewis walking around Bournemouth, if you could just keep a stash of actual physical pokeballs on you, <laughs> and if you see him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they shout in Pokemon. Got to catch them all or something. Just throw it at his head. <laughs> be absolutely it great. will make him I'm laugh. I'm not condoning. If it could be squashy, <laughs> if it could be like something that isn't going to cause damage, tomato. Lewis, yeah, if you get a concussion off this. I'm sorry, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, don't don't just paint rocks. <laughs> no, not again. Not after the last time. <laughs> no. Okay, um, Lee, where can we find you? Uh, also on Twitter at zzleezz. And in the virtual realities, which you can't find you in. Uh, no, if don't if find anybody else has got raw data, don't if find me there. If anybody else has got a hold of raw data, yeah, let us know. Messages on Twitter because I really want to see this, um, <laughs> and also I kind of want to see Lee trying to play with somebody he doesn't know, which would be quite <laughs> interesting. Because I can already hear him cringing. Um, <laughs> don't like people. 
you can find all of us at ReadyP2 on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash ReadyPlayer2. You can find us at ReadyPlayer2, that's TWO.co.uk. You can find us on the PalaceofWisdom.co.uk and all the lovely things that they're posting on there, as well as all the other podcasts like Ring the Bell that they host on their website as well. You can find us on Acast, which is the podcast host that we have, and they're the people that put all the lovely advertisements in the, in the pods. Um, you can find us there and on our website and we started to use Acast a little bit more to post segments of the pod if people want to uh, hear the, the awesome little cut bits that we have um, and that's about it is that everything that I need to talk about have I managed to cover everything successfully yep thanks. so good we're going to go this has been episode 67 of Ready Player 2 a slightly smaller sausage fest than the last one but we're still been pretty good everybody say goodbye goodbye goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Test, test, test. Oh, no, I can't test that in there. Well, that's covered that then. So, Lee, if you want to just cut that bit in later. <laughs> he does an episode of... Um... Shouldn't we be talking about this? Yeah, episode? yeah, we should probably <laughs> podcast yeah. and do this then. Right. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you freaking doing? I'm freaking amazing. The whole idea of the game is to get to the centre of the universe, when the universe is far, far bigger than our galaxy as well. So it's going to be... Really? Yes. Lee, is it the universe is bigger than a galaxy? Sorry, this... The, Thank, sorry. You for that. <laughs> Thank you for that little piece of space trivia. <laughs> this big thing is bigger than this it's big thing. It's bigger than this big thing, which is obviously smaller. Well, this big thing that contains this big thing... No. Yes, I know. I slipped up. I will edit that out. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> no, will laugh. Gone quiet. Is that it? Is that, yeah. is that, is that the end? Yeah, I was just being bitter. <laughs> Grief. Wow, that was, a, that was a big bitter stumbling there. Good job. Um, right then, we're going to be right back when we will be right going. We're going to be right back. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hey. Cool. All neat and tied up into a nice little package. There's nothing wrong with little packages. <laughs> All right, Lee. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> it's, my, it's been my mantra. <laughs> you wake up every morning and say that to yourself. <laughs> it's not the size, it's what you do with it. <laughs> Stop thinking when you're saying it to your own penis. <laughs> this is some of the power, really, doesn't it? Uh, oh, I was talking about your brain. <laughs> right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 